Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Link Podcast, the industry's link to learn, innovate, news, and knowledge in global supply chain intelligence, hosted by food logistics and supply and demand chain executive. We cover everything from transportation and warehousing trends and new technologies to food safety and sustainability impacting today's supply chains. My name is Brielle Jekyll, the managing editor here, and today we have another special bonus episode celebrating our Pros to Know Award winners. Today, I speak with Dave Rink of Slink to get to know him and his perspective on the supply chain a little bit more. So let's link into that conversation now. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am here with Dave Brink, who is the Director of Solutions Consulting at Slink, and he is also one of our Pros to Know winner this year. So we're excited to talk to him. Hi, Dave. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Hi. How are you, Brielle? Glad to, glad to be here. Great. Well, first, congratulations on uh, becoming one of our Pros to Know. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, a, it's an honor for sure. So we, we like to just get to know our, our winners and, and hear about a little bit about, about their background. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to get to your current stage in your career? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, you know, when I when I first started uh, out of college, I was working for a company we all know, General Motors, in their service parts operations international group. And, uh, you know, that was back in the 90s. And and I was asking questions like, what is a letter of credit? <laughs> you know, so I was pretty green and, and uh, you know, kind of grew up there a little bit. But uh, really, I feel like I learned supply chain during my 15 years at uh, GT Nexus. Uh, Infor now owns them. But um, that's for sure where I, you know, I learned the most. I got a chance to talk to, you know, hundreds of companies over the years. Uh, to, it really gives you a great you know, perspective and, and how diversified the supply chain is, right? And it's not just, you know, importers, but it's importers and exporters that we were working with. Um, and that gives you a, a good mix. Um, I was also, frankly, blessed to work with a guy who was super knowledgeable, a great teacher. And, you know, having someone to learn from that you can trust is, is important in your career. And you don't always have that in the job, but I was lucky enough to have that for a long time working at, working at GT Nexus. I think having a diverse background I, I, is one of the more helpful things when, when you're being working in the supply chain. Yeah, true, true, because it's, it is a crazy diverse industry. <clears throat> Absolutely. So before you became um, a, a supply chain expert, <laughs> um, what did you know about the industry before jumping in um, and what drew you to the industry? Yeah, to be honest, it was I don't know, kind of dumb luck how I ended up in it. You know, first job out of college and I didn't know what I wanted to do and got into it. And, and once you're into it, it's hard to leave. Right. It's kind of addicting. Right. There's so much to learn. You can never know it all. Um, it's always changing, right? So, um, you know, I, yeah, I, I can't imagine being in a different industry now. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's funny how much that's changed. I think years ago, everyone typically just fell into the supply chain, but now it's such a 
mainstream. I, I mean, the the you, news you, is always talking about supply chains and stuff like that. And now yeah, people are actually. A, yeah, there's a degree program now, I think. A supply chain degree program. There was That never exactly. existed when I was growing up. Exactly. We did, we did um, an education series um, for our 20th anniversary, and we spoke to uh, many students that were majoring in the supply chain. And it was so exciting to see that this has like, become such a, you know, I want to be in this industry kind of thing, even though there is the worker shortage. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so throughout these disruptions that, that have been going on, you know, like we said, it, it's supply chain disruptions have been in the news for the last couple of years. What has your team been doing to help shape the global supply chain chain and keep it moving? Yeah, so that's a that's a great question. Um, you know, we've really been focusing our efforts on identifying time intense manual processes that are typically solved by brute force, right? Where people, are, where their companies are just throwing people at the problem, right? And they're solving it with working lots of hours, sending lots of emails, uh, you know, cutting, cutting and pasting out of Excel sheets. You know, Excel is, runs a lot of businesses. It's amazing, right? Um, but trying to identify those problems and apply technology to help, you know, streamline their operations, right? And I'm not talking about you know, implementing an ERP or a TMS solution. Um, I'm really talking about filling the cracks and the gaps in those solutions. Um, so, you know, so that those software packages work better, so they can get more life out of them, so that we're complementary to them. Um, if I can use an analogy, like, uh, you know, you buy a house, you move in, you start having kids, and <clears throat> you need another bedroom. And you want to add a pool. So you could sell your house and go buy another one. Or you could hire a contractor, build an addition, add a pool, and stay in your existing home, right? And leverage, you know, the time and the investment you already have in your, in your home. And I feel like that's that's kind of what, you know, we've been focused on is essentially complementing current solutions that companies have in place to help solve a lot of those manual problems. And or, or manual time intense, you know, problems. And <clears throat> it really helps them, you know, reduce the amount of labor required, right? And we're kind of in a labor shortage right now, right? So it's pretty compelling that, you know, we can enable companies to do more with less horsepower, right? And it, and when you go out and you automate some of these manual processes, it, it has a lot of other side benefits, like increasing your accuracy, right? Who wants to cut and paste that from one Excel sheet to another, right? And that's time consuming. So it not only does it improve your accuracy, but it speeds up your transactions. It helps you get to goods market faster. There's all kinds of benefits. So um, that, that's kind of what we've been focused on. Well, we thank you for, you know, doing all that you can to, to shape the supply chain. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. That's for sure. So we're, we've been talking about the present for a little bit. So I want to go farther into the past. If you could talk to your younger self, what advice would you give? Huh. I could talk to my younger self. I have, I have three kids in college, so I feel like I talk to my younger self all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we live in a different time, but so right. many of the problems are exactly the same. You know, they still get speeding tickets. They're still you know, drinking, they're still doing all the stuff that we did with kids. So 
it's kind of funny. But, right. uh, you know, if I could tell myself something, uh, I think it would be uh, to understand the big picture first. You know, don't be the ostrich with your head in the sand, right? Um, understand the big picture so that you can understand the underlying root causes of a problem, right? A lot easier. Um, in my early years, I spent a lot of time with my head down instead of instead of looking around. And um, yeah, I I, uh, I think that's probably what I'd say. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely good advice. I have, yeah, yeah. So I will leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any goals for the future for yourself? Well, I think anybody would say, you know, continuing to learn is is always kind of a goal. You know, I really enjoy learning new stuff. Um, Find it interesting, challenging. Um, So, you know, but I, I really do like specifically you know, identifying problems that where there's a, a solution that can be brought to bear that involves technology, right? Using technology to solve problems, right? To make supply chains better, um, to apply technology where it hasn't been applied before. You know, that's, that's really cool. So, you know, to automate a process that nobody's ever automated before. For one, you know, you've got a very unique solution. Wow, you guys are doing that? Um, nobody else, nobody else has bothered to solve that problem. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really fun. Maybe that makes me a nerd, but, uh, you know, taking some of that, that manual email process and streamlining and automating that is, is actually a lot of fun. Well, first of all, nerds are cool now. So, (laughs) (laughs) but in the supply chain, yeah, it's definitely necessary. So what do you, what are your hopes for the supply chain industry as a whole moving forward, given all this turmoil in the past few years? Yeah. Well, I think everybody's hope is the same, that we have eventually a little bit of demand supply balance. You know, we've really gotten way out of whack there. And and that's really because of, you know, two big factors. One, we kind of shut down our economy for a year, right? Mm-hmm. So that essentially created a big backlog in demand. And so now that we're reopened, we have our normal demand, plus we have the backlog demand. So we have kind of twice the amount of demand. And then the other factor is you add on to the fact that we kind of juice the economy with a bunch of stimulus money, right? And so that created even more demand. So we have like triple the demand that we should be having. and. Um, you know, so that's, you know, that's what I hope for the most is that we get a little bit of balance, right? That's causing some of the inflation that we have right now, everybody's talking about. But, um, you know, we'll eventually get past this, obviously. Um, and once we are, I really hope <clears throat> the supply chain industry starts to adapt technology a little better. It's been very reluctant, surprisingly reluctant. Um, there's so many processes that require you to print a paper document and show it at the gate in order to pick up an empty container. You know, there's so much stuff that's very old school. And a lot of the big multi-billion dollar companies haven't been that motivated to to change. You know, if you look at their technology stacks, very few of them, you know, can manage APIs, you know, application program interface calls. You know, they're all very classic, oh, we, we'll do EDI or we'll do this or that. 
we'll send you an email with a an attached you know document. Um, it's it's very old school, and and I really hope that you know the industry starts to adapt technology a little bit better. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, so with that, how does it feel to be named one of SDC's pros to know? Well, yeah, it's a, it's an honor for sure. It, it, it feels great. I, uh, a, a better question, or I, I love the, the kind of the next step question would be, you know, who did you tell that you won the award for, <laughs> right? Did you tell a friend? Did you tell one of your, you know, your parents? Are you a proud kid telling your parents? Or did you tell your spouse, you know? Um, I gotta, I gotta admit the first thing I did was I forwarded that notice right to my wife almost immediately because she's the one that's had to put up with all the travel, all, you know, over all the years. So, um, you know, I, I hope she'll put up with the travel a few more years so we can keep doing this, but, um, yeah, um, I, I plan on doing it a, a few more years cause I, I'm not really going anywhere. I, I love it. I love the industry and the, and the people too much really. Well, I definitely think it's something you should be proud of. You know, we really appreciate all of our pros to know winner and everything that they do for the industry. And we're so happy to have you a part of this. Yeah, great. Thanks so much. But thanks for coming on and talking with me today and giving us some background. Great. Glad to be here. Enjoyed the talk. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and tune in every Tuesday for our episodes of Link by a food logistics and supply and demand chain executive. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Riel for more of what's happening in the supply chain. And do not forget to hit subscribe on the Spotify, Apple, and Google playlist apps so you never miss an episode.